Welcome to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast, where you'll learn how to release the weight and manifest the body and life of your dreams. Every episode, I will be sharing tips, stories, strategies, and guidance that will help you align mind, body, and spirit so you can finally overcome your food and body struggles and fully show up as the high vibe woman you were destined to be. I'm your host, Janice Holt. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast. I am so excited to share today's episode with you. It's going to be so much fun to talk to you about your weight loss inevitability because I fully believe that your weight loss is inevitable. I believe that you are capable of having everything you desire in your life, including the health, the body, and the confidence that you desire. I believe that what you feel is called to you is destined for you. And I know that it's possible for you to have this, for anyone who wants it to have it. And not only that, but if you go for it and you don't quit, that it is inevitable for you. And I also know that most of you who hear me say this, don't believe it for yourself. You don't fully believe that it's possible for you to have the body and the life of your dreams. Most of my clients struggle with this as the number one block to their weight loss. The belief that they can't lose the weight for good, as in permanently gone. They don't believe that it can be their reality to be the size that they want, to wear whatever they want, to feel secure and beautiful in their own bodies. And I want you to know this because it's important for you to know that it's common to have this belief. I need you to know that it is common. And if you think about it, it makes complete sense why you don't think that you can release the weight once and for all. And I need you to know why this very simple and seemingly small and insignificant thought may be the biggest block to your weight loss success, to you actually feeling your best inside and out. So I'm going to teach you how to move past this belief and into a new belief that your weight loss is possible and ultimately inevitable. All right, sounds good. Let's get started. In order for you to believe that your weight loss is inevitable, to really believe it as much as I do for you, we have to start by exploring what you currently believe about the possibility of you losing the weight and why you think it. Most women don't fully think that they can do it. They lack self-belief. Now, you don't have to have 100% self-belief in order to start losing weight, but the more self-belief you do have, the less you'll fight your brain and the self-sabotage that comes along the way. So we start by increasing our self-belief building it up, and then continuing to reinforce it stronger and stronger as we go. So let's explore why you might have, and likely do, have low self-belief and why it's so common for us women. The first thing that I find is that the way that we look at losing weight and what we have to do in order to achieve it makes it seem terribly difficult. 
And not just that it's hard and seemingly impossible, but not worth it. Of course, you wouldn't want to believe that you could lose the weight. You wouldn't want to lose weight if you thought that you have to give up all of your favorite foods in order to be skinny or thin or whatever word it is that you use. First of all, that sounds awful. No one would ever want to do that. If you believe that you have to give up all of your favorite foods for life, that would mean living a life where you wouldn't enjoy your food or ultimately a lot of your life if a lot of your pleasure comes from food just for the sake of a few pounds. The idea is more painful, is worse than the idea of having the reward, even if it's 100 pounds or 50 pounds. If you believe that you'd have to give up your favorite foods for good, that might also mean having to give up going to restaurants, going out on dates, having dinner and drinks with your friends. You'd think you have to give up your social life or going out for ice cream with the kids or hosting parties. Or maybe food is a big part of your work and you have to do luncheons or work functions or meetings. Enjoying the food at these events makes going to work, makes doing these tasks better. The idea of having to give it up makes your job seem worse. You wouldn't want to do that. If you thought that you would have to do away with all the foods you love, what would that mean for your lifestyle and your activities? How would that affect doing other things that you love, spending time with your loved ones, within your community and the groups that you belong to? When you look at it this way, you can see why, of course, you won't think that you can release the weight for good if it also means that you have to give up so many things that you do enjoy about your life already. See, your brain loves pleasure, even the idea of future pleasure. And that's why we daydream and we look forward to things. So if you tell your brain you have to give up all pleasure from food, it's going to hate that. It's going to push it away and push you away from attempting to try it. It will serve up all of the excuses to get you to stop doing it when you do try it, reinforcing the belief that you can't release the weight. Now, maybe you think that you're just too busy to lose weight because you think that you have to do so many things in order to lose weight or change and that seems impossible for you right now because maybe you're already burnt out or overloaded or overwhelmed running around all over the place that the idea of what you need to do to lose weight seems too much for you if you think that you have to meal plan and meal prep and cook for hours and clean forever and you can't eat out or you'll have to make multiple meals for different people in your family in order to lose weight, you're already at max capacity in your life, of course you'd think that you can't lose weight, that it would be impossible for you. Now all this stuff isn't true that you have to do any of these things, but if you think that you do, then your brain thinks it's true and you'll never get there. Your brain will focus on proving the thought that you're just too busy doing all the things to lose weight and you'll never get started or be open to and notice other ways to lose weight that don't need a lot of your time and effort. Now, in fact, I actually saved time when I stopped overthinking and overeating food. I actually saved energy when I stopped feeling so self-conscious and guilty about how I was eating and having lack of self-control around 
foods in my house or whenever I went out. But if you think that losing weight requires a lot of time and energy and commitment, you'll never be open to seeing the possibility that it can actually save you time and energy. Having a limited belief limits your options, limits your perspection, your perspective, limits the way that you view the solutions that are available to you. If you think that losing weight takes a really long time, then of course you'd believe that you couldn't stick to a diet long enough and that it wouldn't be worth it. So now not only do you have to give up all the foods you love and find extra time and energy that you don't have, but it's going to take forever for you to actually lose the weight and get the result. Not only are you going to have to give up the pleasure of food and work harder, but you're not even going to get the reward until far into the future. Maybe if what you're actually doing even works, that feels terrible. Of course, you're not going to want to do it and you're not going to be able to do it. The subconscious brain is designed to seek pleasure and instant reward, to conserve energy and move away from pain. Your brain won't allow you to lose weight if you have these limiting thoughts. It won't let you actually give up all the pleasure and enjoyment in your life. This is why we binge eat, because you try to force yourself to give up pleasure from food and your brain pushes back on you. This is why someone might give up a vice for another vice. So a lot of people who quit smoking end up gaining weight. This is because smoking gives the brain a dopamine hit of pleasure. If you can't get this hit of pleasure from smoking anymore, it finds another way. And food is the fastest, cheapest, and most convenient way to get that hit. So the brain needs its fix. But here's a trick. Dopamine can come from a substance like nicotine or sugar, but it can also come from positive feelings. Let me explain this for a second. So dopamine is the feel-good pleasure hormone that drives the brain's reward and motivation system. It gets its fix with substances, but it can also get this from self-created positive feelings. Here's an example. Some people are addicted to shopping. They get a high from buying things. They get a dopamine hit because they associate buying things with something that feels good, that feels pleasurable. There isn't an outside chemical coming into their body and their brain to make this high. They get it from their belief that shopping is great and fun and feels good. But some people hate spending money. They actually get anxiety and anxious and panicked when they have to buy things. They associate shopping with negativity and pain. How you think about something creates a feeling, which creates a chemical reaction. For some people, shopping creates a chemical reaction that creates dopamine. For other people, it creates a stress response and releases the chemical hormones of stress. So what does this mean? That your thoughts about something drives your brain's response to it. Your very thought about what it takes for you to lose weight dictates your emotions and your brain's reaction to doing the things to lose weight. For a really long time and lots of effort, those thoughts create the feeling of negativity and pain and your brain will not respond favorably. It will push back. So of course, you won't think that you can do it. You won't think that it's worth it. 
Another reason why you might think that you can't release the weight for good is because you've tried everything and it didn't work. And now you have this mountain of evidence to prove that this belief is true. You have years of yo-yo dieting and the scale going up and down and up and down and up again. You think you can't lose weight permanently because every attempt that you've made has ultimately failed. Your brain builds its belief system on evidence. Every past attempt that didn't work reinforces the belief that you can't do it. And maybe it's not just the evidence that you couldn't lose weight in the past, but also built up evidence that people you know haven't been able to lose the weight. Maybe your mother has tried every diet or your sister or your best friend has done all the things and they still struggle. Maybe you think if they can't do it, what makes you different? What makes you special? Maybe people have told you in the past that you can't lose weight, that you've got your mother's genes, or that you've always struggled with your weight and so you always will. Of course, you'll have lack of self-belief if you were conditioned to believe that it's not possible for you, especially if you were told this early on in your life that you were made fun of maybe because of your weight. Now, there's nothing fun at all about that. But bullies who laughed and called you names as a kid create this deep-seated influence and thought system that now affect how you think. As a kid, we don't have the ability to filter information coming into the brain. We take everything in as fact. We don't consider if something is true or not. We just believe what we're told. It's the way the brain was built. It's the way the brain works when we're young. It's how we learn about the world when we're little. What we observe and what we were told, we absorb like a sponge without questioning if what we saw or what we heard was true. There's no evidence needed when we're little, when we're innocent and naive. If people told you that you were fat or that you're always going to struggle with your weight or that you'll never be thin or lean or whatever, You just believed them. So it makes sense now that you still believe it if you've never questioned it before. It doesn't mean it's true. It just means that it's an old thought that needs to be challenged and changed. Maybe you don't think that you can lose weight because you don't see how you can. Maybe you don't see how it would even be possible for you. Maybe no one has shown you a different way to do it or been the example of how to do it that didn't include giving up your favorite foods or taking forever or a lot of energy to accomplish. Maybe you don't have the evidence to show you another way and another possibility in your life. Or maybe you don't believe you can release the weight because you don't think that you can stop emotionally eating. Maybe you've never been taught how to manage and process your emotions. They don't teach us this stuff in school. They don't teach us how to do that. This is a life skill that no one explains to us. No one helps us master. But when our emotions are out of control or negative, our actions follow suit. When we feel bad and stressed, resentful, underappreciated, anxious, we don't know how to deal with it. And our natural response is to try to feel better any way that we can. And there's always food around to distract us, right? To give us that hit of pleasure. Of course, you'd find it hard to believe that you could lose weight if you have any one of these underlining beliefs and whatever other beliefs that you might have that make the idea of losing weight impossible for you. 
We have to challenge the beliefs and the thoughts that made those beliefs. We have to know that they're there in our brain. We have to expose them and explore them because you can move into a new belief that your weight loss is possible and ultimately inevitable if you don't give up. So what does that look like? Okay, let's take the thought, I have to give up food that I love in order to lose weight. Remember, thinking this makes weight loss seem difficult and sucky, possibly impossible, and ultimately not worth it. So is this thought helpful? No. Is this thought true? How could this thought not be true? So my clients don't have to give up foods they love to release weight. They learn how to stop overeating them. They learn to gain control over their food choices, but don't have to give anything up if they don't want to. How could just not overeating your favorite foods help you lose weight? Does that make sense? Lots of my clients eat their favorite foods sometimes every day and still lose weight. My clients a lot of the time also discover that they don't actually love the foods that they thought they loved as much as they thought they did. They love the idea of the food or the nostalgia of the food. But once they remove the association to them, they find that these foods don't taste good at all. Their palates change. They develop new favorite foods that taste good and make them feel good. If you really think about it and not let your negative brain take over, you could possibly think about how you could lose weight and not give up foods that you love. There were probably times when you did lose weight and still enjoy the way that you were eating. It is possible. It's also how I lost my weight. This is the mindset you have to have if you want to release the weight for good, that you can do it, that you don't have to miss out on enjoying food, that you get to eat foods with love, with self-control and compassion, that no foods are off limits all the time, that the goal isn't to give up your favorite foods, but to add more pleasure in your life, that food isn't the only main source of it, and that food isn't causing more displeasure than it is giving you. This makes it feel doable, possible, and fun because you get to enjoy the food and find more things in your life that you enjoy too. And what about the thought that it has to take a really long time to lose weight? That's not true either. I'll bet you can find examples of when you or someone you know lost weight really quickly. I once lost so much weight so fast that my brain didn't even notice. <laughs> it didn't have a chance to catch up and recognize and all of a sudden my clothes were falling off me. And what's a long time to you? If you've been struggling with your weight for years or decades like I was, six months is nothing. That is how long I work with my clients for and not because it always takes that long to lose the weight. It could take much less, but six months is a good amount of time. It gives us a lot of opportunities to deal with life situations, with sabotage, with challenges, with deep-rooted beliefs that get to change permanently for lasting, lifelong weight loss that actually feels good and natural to maintain. And along the way, as you're losing weight, it feels so good to see the scale go down, for the clothes to get looser, 
you enjoy the time, the journey. And if you do it right, it's an empowering experience because you get this sense of accomplishment as you see the transformation. You feel into the inevitability of realizing the goal. You notice how much better you feel in your body, the energy, the confidence. This is an extraordinary time as you discover who you get to be as this new, healthy, powerful woman, how you get to express yourself. It's the best experience when you focus on your wins and your progress and possibility as you go. Now, how about the thought that you can't release weight for good because you've tried everything and it didn't work? Is this thought helpful? It might seem true, but is it helpful for you to lose weight or does it keep you stuck? And just because it seems true doesn't mean it is. You haven't really tried everything. Have you worked with me or a weight loss coach that also incorporates life coaching and thought work? Have you lost weight in the past? Maybe the problem isn't that you couldn't lose the weight, it's that you couldn't maintain it. This is because you didn't have the thought work as you lost the weight to become the person that believes and has the habits that sustain it. Not temporary motivation just to get you to the goal, but aligned thoughts and habits that support you at your healthiest size. Maybe the things you were trying just weren't right for your lifestyle or wasn't right for what you need emotionally. If you're a busy mom or a career woman or are taking care of everyone else and your plan was to spend three hours a day cooking and cleaning, of course that wouldn't work. If you're an emotional overeater, then a regular diet won't work for you because it doesn't address why you're overeating in the first place. Even Weight Watchers or other leading diet programs don't go deep enough to address this and your emotions and thoughts that are driving your actions. They need to be seen and healed and managed and rewired to make new healthy habits permanently. You haven't tried everything. You just haven't tried the right thing for you yet. Now, if you're projecting other people's weight loss history and experience onto yourself, like your mother couldn't do it or you see your best friend struggling and nothing works, that doesn't mean it's your fate too. Only you have the ability to decide what's right for you and to find help and do what's needed to get the result that you want. You get to have the ultimate say in what your life looks like, including your body. Now, situations might influence your life, but what you do with them is your responsibility. Don't use people who don't have what you want to be an example for what you're destined for or to tell you how to do what they haven't done themselves. Don't take advice from people who don't have what you want. You can shift your attention to people who do have what you want. Find inspiration in people who have accomplished amazing things, who have lost weight and maintained it, who have gotten healthier and successful, who are the heroes in their own lives and not the victims. Maybe these people are within your own family. Maybe your friends and in your friend circle, or you have a mentor or this podcast or people you don't know, famous people, athletes, whatever. The evidence is out there. It is possible 
for other people to do this. So why not you too? If they can do it, so can you. Of course, you think you can't lose weight if you focus on people who have tried unsuccessfully. But you can train your brain to focus on people who have been successful instead. Find examples of it happening out in the world, that it is a reality and available to you. Now, maybe you don't think that you can lose weight because you don't see another way to do it. Maybe all you see in here are the traditional things that you've already tried that didn't work for you, like eat less, move more, count your calories, do keto, join the gym, or go to yoga. Of course, if you only see the same solutions available that didn't work for you in the past, then you would think that you couldn't lose weight. But there is more than one way to accomplish a goal. There is more than one road to drive you to your destination. You just have to be open and willing to take the new road. And sometimes we don't even see the other road or the new path until the old one is closed. It's like driving to work or someplace all the time and you only ever take one route. Imagine that route gets worn out and full of potholes, but you keep taking it because you're so used to it and you never stop to think that there might be another road to take. The road might be wearing out your car. It might be taking you longer and longer to get to work or to get to that place. You feel uncomfortable and you're frustrated with the drive, but you still never notice the signs and the turns to take another route until one day the road is closed. Then you're forced to open your eyes, to look around, to find another way, maybe check out a map and see that there are other routes to take. But you've had your head down and your conscious thinking brain turned off and you went on autopilot for so long that you didn't take the time to think and look for other options. When the student is willing, the teacher will appear. This is an old saying, but the truth is the teacher was always there. They just didn't see them before. They didn't notice them until they were open to their help. Now, another way to look at this is when it comes to kids. If you have kids or work with kids or work in education, you know that not all children learn the same. There is traditional education, which is suited for some kids, but now there's a lot more alternative education models that work better for the way that other kids learn. Putting alternative thinkers into traditional education models makes learning more difficult and painful. But these kids, when they're taught based on the way that their brains learn, they find learning fun. It opens them up. It expands their world and they enjoy it more. They take in so much more information and they do so much more with it. The goal of learning didn't change. How they were taught to learn changed. Now, there are so many reasons why you may have built up the belief that you can't lose weight or that it's next to impossible for you. And it's really, really common, especially for women who have been conditioned and the way that we experience the world. And hopefully now you can see how this one belief is blocking you from losing the weight. Our beliefs are always a self-fulfilling prophecy. What we believe, we become. If you have this belief and other supporting thoughts that we talked about, or thoughts that maybe we didn't even mention here, it's easy to see why you're not releasing the weight for good. If you don't believe that it's possible for you, then it won't be possible for you. You'll ultimately subconsciously sabotage your efforts every single time. Your actions and reactions will match your belief that it's not possible for you. 
you will create more and more evidence to support the belief that you can't do it. This is the number one thought that is holding so many of you back. So I want to invite you to explore this belief, to break it down and to see how untrue it is, to release it and start building a new belief. The belief that it it is possible, that you can release the weight for good, that if you don't quit, that if you don't give up, you learn and grow and improve, you will achieve it. You keep going and finding evidence that it is possible, that it is working, that you will get there. A new belief is built by breaking down the old and building up the new, one thought at a time. It's not as simple as believing the opposite thought in one fell swoop, but wanting to change your belief, being open to new beliefs and moving forward with it, one step, one practice, one thought. When you believe it is possible and ultimately inevitable that you will lose weight, that you will have the health and body that you want, you keep going until you get there, until you do. You approach losing weight as a foregone conclusion. You're open and willing to see new ways to make it happen. You notice more possibility and inspiration in the world of it being done. You're aware of your old thinking and old beliefs creeping up and question them. You remind yourself that you don't think like that anymore, that it's not true for you anymore. And you reinforce your new belief that it is happening for you right now. You use every opportunity to learn if you overate or ate something you didn't really want to or used food to soothe for a stressful day or boredom, you get curious and strategic about why that happened and what to do differently next time. You stop rushing and dreading the process of losing weight and be more calm and relaxed. When you believe that you will weigh what you want to weigh, you feel excited about creating it. You gain your self-confidence on the way to making it your reality because you're accomplishing something. You're taking back your power to create, to improve, to evolve. And that's what we do. As humans, we are designed to evolve, to create. It's our nature. We don't just practice it enough to remember how aligned and amazing it feels. I know your weight loss is inevitable. If you keep going when you doubt yourself, when that sneaks up on you, when you make choices and fall off the wagon, you get back on. When you're open to taking a new path to get you there, the destination is constant, but the road may be different than you think. It might be even faster and funner. Believing that my weight loss was inevitable was the most important thought I had when I finally lost the extra pounds. This is different than thinking I'm trying to lose weight or I'll give it a shot or I'm hopeful. But I believe that it would happen, that it was all but done. Living into this belief was everything for me, but it didn't come overnight. It came over time of practicing this thought, breaking down my old thoughts and building up the new one that I was losing weight. You don't have to wait until you 100% believe that you can do it until you start. You begin with what you have and you practice as you go. You reinforce the belief that your weight loss is inevitable as you go. You question your thoughts as you go and focus on thoughts that are helpful to get you to your ideal size, health, weight. My weight loss is inevitable 
This is one thought that can change everything for you. Go ahead and try it on. Thank you so much for joining me today. And one last thing, go to highvibeweightloss.com forward slash call, C-A-L-L, to book your free weight loss consultation with me. If this is resonating with you, book your call. If you're ready to release the weight for good, let's lay out a plan to get you there as quickly and simply and effectively as possible. My consultation process is so fun and eye-opening. You're going to walk away feeling better and knowing exactly what to do to release the weight for good with a unique and customized approach that will work for you. You'll get to experience the power of coaching and thought work and learn what the key needle movers are for you so you can finally weigh what you want, feel healthy and confident, and fully express yourself inside and out. Let's get started. The sooner you lose the weight, the sooner you get to enjoy it. You can go to highvibeweightloss.com forward slash call. I'm sending you all the high vibes. Take care. If you love what you're learning on the podcast, you have to check out my free course at highvibeweightloss.com. In this training, I share with you the three key steps you can do right away that will help you get started releasing the weight and elevating your life. Join the free course, get the complimentary guidebook, and get started at highvibeweightloss.com.